888-835-2414. This is Learning with Leslie. Hello and welcome to another episode of Learning with Leslie. I'm your host, Leslie Samuel from learningwithleslie.com. And I am so excited today for this episode. And as usual, I know I say that all the time. But this one, man, this one, <laughs> this one really gets me excited. And I'm, oh, I'm so excited. Anyhow, just to let you know what we're going to be dealing with in this episode. Of course, this is the podcast where you learn all about internet marketing and I learn about internet marketing and we learn with each other. I have a question from Ty from TravelToStLucia.com about social media. And then I have a, 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 a thing that I want to start. I want to talk to you about something that I'm passionate about. And it has to do with the, four, the book, The 4-Hour Work Week. And I want you to join me on something there. And then, last but not least, I have an interview. Oh, <laughs> this is the interview of interviews, especially when it comes to do with podcasting. I have none other than Cliff Ravenscraft, the podcast answer man from podcastanswerman.com. He is the guy that I go to. When I want to learn about podcasting and man, this is, oh, he, we have some great things to share today on this call. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to cover the first two things and then we're going to go to the interview, but I'm not going to play the full interview today. Today you're going to get, oh man, you're going to get an introduction to what this whole thing about podcasting is about and why it is so exciting. And oh man, the passion that he has for the topic of podcasting. It just comes through in everything that he says, and you need to hear this one. Uh, whether you're into podcasting or not, it is the one to hear. I'm not going to talk much about that for right now. For right now, we're going to get to the first question. Well, the only question for today, and as I said, it is from Ty from TravelToStLucia.com. So take it away, Ty. Hi, Leslie. This is Ty from TravelToStLucia.com. And my question today is about how to use social media effectively, specifically Twitter, and how to use Twitter to gain traffic to my blog. Also, what is a hashtag on Twitter, and how or why should I use a hashtag? Thanks. Bye-bye. Now, uh, Ty also posted a comment on the blog saying that she, she called this question in before listening to the last episode. And as you probably know, I dealt with social media in the last episode. But I just want to uh, reemphasize a few things um, just for the purpose of answering her question specifically. Social media is all about building relationships. Yes, there are people out there that use social media in a number of different ways, but the value in social media is building and nurturing relationships with your subscribers. That's really what it's about, whether it's Facebook or Twitter or MySpace or no space anymore. <laughs> um, it's all about building relationships. Now, the way I think you, you should go about effectively using social media 
is by providing value and showing others that you are a real person who knows a lot about the topic, whatever topic it is you are blogging about or podcasting about or whatever business you're building, showing them that you're someone that is an authority where that's concerned, but that you're also a real person. The internet is becoming much more transparent than it used to be, and people can see through all of the fake stuff. And in, a, in, in some ways, being this big company, when it comes to social media, it's not always beneficial. All right, so when you're using a, a site like Twitter and Facebook, it's all about showing who you are, getting to know people, and connecting with them, nurturing relationships. Now, how do you translate that into traffic? That's also a great question. Number one, you definitely want to be active. I've seen a number of people get into social media and they make one status update or two status updates and they never do anything after that. And that's not going to um, establish you as anything <laughs> when it comes to um, what, um, building a reputation on those sites. Uh, I'm not as much into Twitter as others, but I am going to be getting into that. But the, the main idea is when I do get into that, the, the, the concept is you want to provide value, be, uh, be active. And then, of course, in your profile, you want to have a link back to your site. That is extremely important. You don't want to necessarily just be telling people, hey, visit this page, visit this page, visit this page. No, you want to provide value about things that are relevant to your niche and just about you, about who you are. And when they check out your profile and they see you have a site and that site deals with something that they're interested in, they are more likely to click through and go to your site. And that's really how that process works. You put yourself out there, you provide value, and once you provide that value, they will see that value in you and want to go to your website to see what else you have to offer. I hope that makes sense. Now, your last question um, had to do with hashtags. And hashtags, that's a system that was implemented by Twitter to organize topics. Now, the disclaimer here is that I, I don't personally use Twitter as much and I'm not as much into all this hashtag stuff as, as many others out there, but the concept is really simple. Um, when you use a hashtag uh, along with your tweet, what it does is it makes it easy for someone to access all of the tweets that are related to that particular topic. And you do that simply by using uh, the hashtag sign or the number sign. If you press shift and three on your keyboard, you'll get that number sign. And then you can put whatever that hashtag is. For example, one of the popular hashtags out there is follow Friday. So someone would say, I am following the freebie guy and, and um, uh, GSPN TV on Twitter. Um, and then they push that, put the hashtag follow Friday and people know that when they see that, that's related to this whole Follow Friday thing that's going on. So it, it's basically a way for you to, for Twitter to organize the topics that's on, on, uh, on the site that people are tweeting about. All right. So that's the concept behind that. You can also search in Google and find out some more information on that. I'm not an expert where that's concerned, uh, but the concept is pretty, it's relatively straightforward. Now let's talk about the topic that, oh man, this is something that really is um, on my heart more recently than ever before. And I think the reason for that is that my business is starting to grow um, significantly. 
Now, as I look at my business and I see it growing, um, I, I, I come to realize something that I am not as efficient as I would like to be. I cannot sit here and say that, hey, I am Mr. Efficiency because I really am not. And I know that something needs to change where that's concerned. Because uh, if my when my business grows to um, dealing with thousands of people on a, a daily basis or anything of that sort, if I'm using the same system, it can get very, very overwhelming. And I can imagine that many of the listeners that are tuning into this podcast, um, they also find themselves in a similar situation where they're not being as efficient as they can be. Now, there's a book that I read uh, about maybe a year and a half ago, I think. I'm not exactly sure when I read it. And it's called The 4-Hour Work Week. If you have not read this book, um, you need to get it. And it talks about the concept that um, really simple when you break it down, but it's a concept that can really revolutionize the way you do business online. And I know that for me, this, I've, I've ju I'm just reading this now for the second time, and I'm, I'm thinking about the principles. The, principles are, is, the principle is really simple. You want to set up a business that almost excludes you from the business. You want it to be able to run on autopilot. You want it to be done in a way that you have people doing work um, that needs to be done in your business so that you can work on your business and not in your business. And not just that, you can have time to do all the things that you want to do in life. You can have time to spend with your family. You can have time to travel if that is something that is very important to you, as it is for me. <laughs> um, you can have time to just enjoy life. Tim Ferriss is the author of the book, and I'm, I'm sure you've, you've heard about it before. But Tim lives a very unique lifestyle where he has built a business and he has built multiple business but multiple businesses in a way that he does not have to be around to make that business function well. It has some very solid principles in it. And over the next uh, two months, I really want to dive into this in much more detail. But here's the thing. I've read it before and I'm almost finished reading it a second time and I've not implemented the steps that I need to implement in my business to take it to that level and to make it a more efficient business to be focused with my time and to get the stuff done that needs to be done when it needs to be done. So this is what I'm proposing. And I really hope that um, a few of you guys, at least a few of you out there are listening to this and you, you, you have this same drive. But I want a group of individuals that are dedicated to um, this concept of building a business that does not take you being there all of the time, um, setting certain things on autopilot and setting it up so that you can have more free time. And, and if you're someone that's working a full-time job like I am, you know that time is something that is a very valuable and you want to spend your time as efficiently as possible. So I am call I'm making a call right now for everyone that understands this concept and want to take this journey with me. I don't want to just read this book anymore. I want to live this book. And now th there're going to be some things that um 
don't apply to my business. There are going to be some things that don't apply to your business. And there are going to be some things that I'm going to say, you know what? I don't want to do it that way. I want to modify it and do it in a way that works for me. But I want you to hold me accountable and I want to hold you accountable so that we can go together on this journey and build businesses that are going to have an impact on the world, number one. But that's not going to take all of our time, that we can have some time to still do the things that we're passionate about um, and to even do a business that we're passionate about, but to spend time with our families, to travel, to do whatever it is you want to be doing in your life so that we're not just living to work. Uh, Working is very valuable in my opinion. However, I don't want to live just to make money. I want to live life to the fullest. I want to experience life like I've never experienced life before. And I want to take people along with me on this journey. And you can probably tell that I'm really passionate about this because I am tired of doing things the same way I've been doing it. And I want to be more efficient. And I want you to be more efficient. There's always things that we can learn. So this is what I'm asking for you to do. Number one, go out and get this book. I don't care where you get this book from. I'm going to recommend, normally I recommend getting an audiobook. And that is still a good thing to do because right now I'm listening to the audio. Well, not right now. Right now I'm recording a podcast, but I've been listening to the audiobook um, over the last few days. But I also have a hardcover. As, um, well, you can't see, but you can hear me hitting the book right now. I have this. And it's very valuable. I'm opening it right opening it right now. There are some resources that it lists and some things that it just really helps to see. So I want to ask you to go out and get a copy of this book. And I don't care how you get it. I don't care if you use my link to go to Amazon and get it or if you go to the, the nearest Borders or, or if, if Borders is still open in your area, uh, Barnes & Nobles or some bookstore and pick up a copy of this book. We are going to start going through this together. We're going to hold each other accountable. I want to do this with you. I want you to do this with me. And I want us to have such a valuable experience that at the end of these, the next two months, we're going to look back at this and we're going to say, you know what? This is something that has changed our lives for the better. Why do I want you to do this with me? Well, there are two reasons. Number one, and this is the selfish reason. I feel as if if I put myself out there to you and I'm, I'm just as vulnerable as it comes, as it gets, um, I, I'm now it's out there and hundreds of people and maybe thousands of people are listening to this. And if I don't follow through, I'm going to look really bad. I mean, I'm making this big deal. I'm coming, recording this podcast and I'm all passionate about it. And then I go out and I continue doing the same thing, that's going to make me look stupid. So it puts pressure on me to do what I need to do. All right? So that's number one. I want you guys to hold me accountable. And if in three weeks you see, oh, Leslie, what's going on? You're not even following through after you made such a big deal. Call me out on it. Call me out on it and say, Leslie, you know what? You're whack. You need to be doing what you said you're going to be doing. And, you know, that holds me accountable. So now it's out there. 
Um, and all of you guys are listening to it. And I hope you guys give me a hard time if for some strange reason I don't follow through on what I say. That's number one. Number two, I want to help you. It, this is not just about me. But I believe there are people, someone is listening to this right now, and this person might be you that is thinking, man, I am working so hard, but I'm not being efficient. I'm not being effective. And I want to join a team of go-getters that are going to hold me accountable, that are going to um, encourage me along the way, and that's going to help me accomplish my goal. If that's you, please, I beg of you, and I don't beg, go out and get this book and let's do this thing together. Now, how is this going to work? And I'm going to give some more details about this in the next episode um, where I start breaking down how I want us to go through it, what the schedule is that we're going to be going through, how many chapters I want you to get th through in the next week or so. And, you know, if you fall behind, that's fine. But the resources will be there and I'm going to call in, not call in, I'm going to do these podcasts and I'm going to give you specifics as to what I got from what I read, what I did about it, what steps I took, what worked, what did not work. And, and just being 100% open with you, sharing details that maybe you might not get from any and anybody. So I want to share that with you and I want us to move forward together. But I need you too. And I need you to give me feedback. I need you to tell me what's working for you, what's not working for you. Did you get through the content for this week or did you, you know, mess up here? Did you mess up there? And we're going to encourage each other as we go along on this journey. And, and that is really what it's all about. We're not doing this in isolation. It's just like the social media thing, a question that Ty asked. It's all about building relationships because these are relationships that can help us to work together and accomplish a common goal of having a successful online business. I, I hope someone is listening to this and they're thinking, man, that is it. I want to do that. And I'm excited about this. Leslie, I am with you. We're going to do this together. And I, and I want you to leave a comment on the blog. I want you to call into the hotline just in case for some reason you don't remember the hotline number. The number is... 888-835-2414. And I keep doing that where, where I play it soft in the beginning. I'm going to play it again just in case it didn't stick in your mind. 888 8332414 That's 888-835-2414. Call in. Give me your feedback. Call in and let me know. Leslie, I am with you. I just picked up the book or I'm going to pick up that book. Call in and let me know. Give me the encouragement. Let's encourage each other and let's make this happen. I'm excited. Are you excited? I hope you're excited. All right. That's all for now. Go get the book. Leave a comment. Call in and let me know what's going on with you. Let me know that you're on this journey with me. And I'm going to be excited. Call in. Leave a comment. All right. That's it. Now, <laughs> for the meat and bones of this, um, this, this, this episode, I did an interview with Cliff Ravenscraft from PodcastAnswerMan.com. 
and I was not going to share this interview with you until Thursday, but I got so much value from it and I was so excited that I decided that I needed to give you some of it today. So what I did is I split up the interview in two parts and today you're going to get the part that kind of sets the foundation. Next time on Thursday, I'm going to post the rest where it shows you exactly how to do it, how to get started um, and uh, for free, really. We talk about how you can get started without paying one dime more than you're spending now on your hosting and all that kind of stuff. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to go to the interview right now uh, and at the end, I'll say a few closing words and that's it. So without any further ado, let's get right into the interview. Uh, You've been podcasting for a while and your podcasts have gotten a significant amount of of exposure and it reaches tens of thousands of people. Uh, My question is, how does it feel to know that the stuff that you're producing, the stuff that you're saying is reaching so many people all over the world? Well, I I just want to say it's an amazing feeling. It's, It's a bit humbling at times. And uh, it is something that I feel extremely blessed to be able to do. And uh, so much so that I decided that when I saw the potential opportunity that podcasting had as an opportunity for me to reach tens of thousands of people around the world who were interested in hearing the things that I might want to share with them uh, related to many aspects of life, life, I just decided that I must quit my career in insurance uh, whereas just working with one person at a time mm-hmm. and instead devote my life uh, to sharing my life online and the things that God's laid on my heart to help benefit the lives of others around the world. And uh, to see that I can actually sh- get behind a microphone, share my message, my heart with the world and see it make the world a better place is an awesome thing to to con- to devote your life to. Now, now, when you first started, did you think that it would have been reaching this amount of people? Never, never in a million years would I ever dreamed it. No. Uh, in fact, I, I was like what most podcasters are when they start a podcast. They think, well, you know, I'll be lucky if I get five or 10 people to listen to this thing. Or, you know, some, some, some brand new podcasters like me dreamed big and said, you know, we'll be glad to get 50 people. Who, if we can get 50 people to listen, that would be, that'll be worth it to me. And, and, mm-hmm. and, and, and what happened was I, we started, I started podcasting about the TV show Lost. And that happened uh, back in 2005. And what happened was at the same time, iTunes was making the TV show available for purchase. So you can have each of the episodes, you could buy them the day after they were on the TV. Okay. And, and literally millions of people were going to iTunes looking for lost and right below the TV episodes were podcasts. And I was right there. And so within three episodes of our show, we had 14,000 subscribers. Wow. So you were basically um, benefiting from the fact that people were searching for this actively. Actively searching, absolutely. Okay, now, okay, so people that try to start these things online, there are a number of different routes that you can go. You can start a blog and you can write articles and um, you can even do video. You have sites like YouTube and so many others. Uh, Why specifically podcasting? Why was that the avenue that you chose when you were getting started? Well, I want to suge- I want to tell you that I I actually started blogging way before I was podcasting. In fact, um, it was my blog that that gave me the idea that people might be interested in hearing a podcast from me. So I started uh-huh. blogging 
I, I've been blogging before blogging was ever called blogging, back when it was just HTML pages on angelfire.com. And oh, wow. Up, updating those every day hand, by hand and hand coding the HTML. It was, it, those were the fun days. <laughs> I can imagine. <laughs> but anyway, uh, so I, I actually was blogging at ravenscraft.org at the time. And while I was there blogging, you know, I was just blogging about everyday things, anything that was interesting to me. And I was, I felt pretty blessed to have about, you know, three or 400 people a month that would come and visit my site. Uh, and then all of a sudden, when I fell in love with the TV show Lost, I started to fall in love with the mystery of the show. And I would research some of the, the mystery and some of the Easter eggs and the hidden clues and, and the books that they planned in there that give indications to some of the influences of the writers of the show. And I started blogging about that, and I post one day I posted a theory, mm-hmm. uh, you know, my theory of what's going on on this island, you know, that, that has this TV show lost. Uh-huh. And I put this blog post. It was called the Thomas Theory, and it got picked up by Entertainment Weekly. Oh wow! And my blog readership jumped from 400 people a month to about 4,000 people a week. Oh wow! That was reading my blog. And so when I actually decided, you know, I'm going to create a podcast. Now, back then, my, my mind was like, well, nobody's going to listen to my podcast. But, you know, I know people are interested in my blog. So if I can get some of these people to listen to my podcast, that'd be cool. Uh-huh. But I know most people would prefer to, to read than they would listen. Boy, was I wrong. <laughs> and so the reason why I do podcasting is because and, and specifically audio podcasting. And the reason why is because I found out that there are literally 47.5 million people that share one thing in common, and that is they drive to work Mm -hmm. alone every single day. Average commute time, 27 minutes. Wow. Mm -hmm. And so that's a a huge audience of potential people who can listen to me while they're driving in their car or while they're working out at the gym or while they're walking the dog or cutting the grass or whatever the other things are. And, and so when they're listening to me, I'm not competing against the work that they should be doing on their computer, uh-huh. you know, and I'm not competing for all the other things. Uh, and not only that, but uh, there's some other benefits to audio. I mean, like right now, you can actually hear mm-hmm. the excitement in my voice. I can actually pause. For just a second uh-huh. and, and, and put emphasis on things. Whereas if I was to actually type out and transcribe this, you know, you would, you might be reading at this. I can actually pause like this and I can emphasize words, mm-hmm. you know, and, it, yeah. and actually what happens is when I write a blog post, I literally put who I am into words, and I let that be interpreted by the, how your day is going. So, Leslie, if you're having a really crappy day, yeah. chances are when you read my words, you're going to read it through the filter of your own attitude. And something I said in, in kindness or maybe in jest or just half-heartedly joking, you may have, been, you may have gotten offensive, offended by that thinking that I was being mean and nasty and snide. Whereas if you could hear the inflection of my voice, you would obviously picked up that that was a sarcastic, joking remark. Wow, that, that's something that I've never even thought about, but it makes a lot of sense. And not only that, but I also have personal one-on-one connection. I mean, yeah. you know, I, I, I talk to my wife a lot, and there's nobody on this earth that I am more intimate with than my wife. 
But when my wife and I talk, guess what? She's usually, and you know, she's usually a little bit of a distance away from me. Uh huh. But you know, I don't, I don't know. Are you married, Leslie? Oh yes, I am happily. Has 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 your has your wife ever whispered into your ear something just you know just told you something she's really excited about but she whispers it into your ear? Definitely. That, that's a very intimate thing, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. Now check this out. I've got tens of thousands of people with either headphones covering up their ears, blocking out the rest of the world, or earbuds stuck inside of their ears, listening to me in full stereo quality. Wow. You, you don't get more intimate than that. Wow, that that's something I never thought about and and I'm into podcasting now and and it's getting me even more excited about what I'm doing and, and that's just awesome. Now, now let me ask this. How many people do your podcast currently reach on a weekly basis or on a daily? I don't know how you measure it, but how many podcasts does it um currently reach? Well, I I'll, I'll, I want to share one thing with you, and I want to share with you that I really don't measure it very often. And, okay. and the only reason I know the numbers is because many people are interested. Um, if you were to package up all the shows I produce in a single week and take all of those people who download those shows, all of the audiences combined of just the shows that I personally produce on a weekly basis, I reach 60,000 people a week. Wow. <laughs> that is just awesome. That's almost unbelievable. <laughs> that, that, it is. That, that, it, 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 like I said, it's humbling. But but the thing is, is, I've been doing it for years and years and years. And I I believe there are certain things that you can do that really give you the upper hand. And and, and mm-hmm. I'm sure we're going to get into some of those things. Yeah, and I was just uh, I was just going to ask that. What what are some of the key things you think that you did in the beginning that really helped your podcast to 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 thrive as much as they are right now because there are a lot of podcasts that have started and fallen by the wayside but yours are 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 climbing so what are the key things that you think you've done to help with that well i i will tell you i lucked into my first show i mean picking out lost i didn't do it because i knew it would get thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of subscribers mm-hmm. i had i had no idea it was not my intention and so i totally lucked into that one and I will be honest with you that from that point forward, it all became pretty darn easy for me because, you know, when you have when you have thousands of subscribers to a very popular show and you launch a show about another topic that you are very passionate about, but there's always going to be a percentage of that bigger show that if you tell them you're going to launch another show related to another passion you have, there's a good chance that there's a there's a decent percentage of those people who will also share that passion Mm -hmm. or at least enough interest in that and they will have grown to know like and trust you through your podcast they would be interested in hearing why you're so passionate about it Mm. and so from that i i kind of lucked into the fact that i started the way that i did and i don't recommend anybody start out with something they think that's going to gain them a large audience and and then grow from there. And in fact, I don't. I want to recommend anybody that's listening to this interview, Leslie, to not go in and um, to go in and try to gain a big audience up okay. front. All right, it it, it should, shouldn't even be a goal. So where do people start? And and this is this is. And by the way, people pay me a lot of money on an hourly basis to teach them all of these things. 
So, you know, a lot of times people hear this and, and they don't, they're like, well, Cliff, get into the technology, get into the, what equipment do I need? How do I configure my website? How do I get my podcast into iTunes? Uh-huh. This, my friends, is not where you start. Okay. You start here. Why do I want to podcast? Hmm. Become really clear about that. Ask yourself, why do I want a podcast? What is, what is in it for me? What is it, what's in it for the people that, I, that are listening to me? What do I want to provide to them? What do I want this to do for me? You know, what is my overall purpose and, and what strategy do I have with this podcast? Mm. And for some people, they're just like, well, I just want a podcast because I think it's cool. And you know what? There's nothing wrong with that. Mm. Anybody out there that, that just thinks it's cool and stuff like that and you just want to test it out and have fun with it, by all means, go for it. But without a clear purpose in the beginning – your show is likely not to gain a large following. When you know where you're going, people will follow. But people are looking out there for leaders to lead them somewhere. And the question is, do you have someplace to lead them? And if you, if you need more information on this, I, I would recommend Seth Godin's book, Tribes. Ah, uh, yes. Very good book. <laughs> All right. The next thing is not just, you know, why do I want a podcast, but what's my topic? What's my subject matter? And I'm going to tell you, stay away from generalities. Okay. You know, you you might think, well, I am really into Frisbee golfing, you know, but chances are if I do a Frisbee golf podcast, I'm probably not going to get 150,000 subscribers. And if I don't get 150,000 subscribers, I'm not going to get any advertising revenue from my efforts. Mm Mm-hmm. You know what? Forget that thought. Get that thought as far out of your mind as possible and get rid of the idea that you're going to have hundreds of thousands of people. It's not a big deal. If you, mm-hmm. Matter of fact, set your sights on your first hundred. Okay. okay? Set your, and, and by golly, if you, are, if you are passionate about Frisbee golf, do not do your show on recreational sports. Because you know what? Chances are, yeah, you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna knock it out of the park. Every episode where you talk about frisbee golf, you're gonna knock it out of the park. Mm. But all the other sports that you feel like you need to include to draw a bigger audience in, when you are not as passionate about those topics, people who are passionate about those topics hearing you feel all mediocre about it, guess what? They won't listen to you anymore. And the people who are totally into frisbee golf and they really wish that there was a podcast devoted just to frisbee golf well guess what when you start talking about other topics not related to frisbee golf they're going to tune out and eventually if there's not enough frisbee golf talk for them they're gone so by golly pick your passionate topic Mm -hmm. that you are so passionate and enthusiastic about and and don't worry about if there's even you know the, the thing is is no matter what your passion is you may not be able to find 500,000 or even 100,000 or even 10,000 people who share that. Mm-hmm. But here's the situation. I will tell you, it doesn't matter what your passion is. You get out there and create a podcast about it, you will be able to build a community. You will be able to build a tribe. And that tribe might be 80 people. It might be 180 people. It might be 18,000 people. And you never know. It might be 18 million people. You, it, mm-hmm. it, you have no way of knowing but here's what I want to say, and, and especially for those who think about, you know, uh, you know, large podcast numbers. I have I got really passionate 
in January of last year when I hired my first virtual assistant. Uh-huh. Never, never had a single interest in virtual assistants until I hired my first one. <laughs> no experience prior to that. Uh-huh. Uh, no knowledge about it. Just barely cursory knowledge. I heard that you could hire somebody. They're not your employee. I had no idea how it worked. I was so behind. I had a virtual assistant say, you should hire me. I'll be your virtual assistant. I said, let's talk on the phone because I don't completely understand this thing. She explained it. I signed up for our service. And oh my gosh, my life and my business changed drastically for the better. I became passionate about this topic. And you know what? I wanted to create a podcast. Uh I had zero subscribers. And I went to the company that I hired my virtual assistant through. And I said, listen, I'm going to create a podcast. Now, trust me, there was a little bit about the fact that I've been podcasting for years and I've shown I've got some social proof behind what I do. Mm -hmm. But the social proof is all in the relationships that I have with my audience. But I had zero subscribers and I was able to negotiate a sponsorship for nine months. And when I actually canceled it on my end because I kind of got bored of talking about the same thing every week – I canceled the sponsorship after nine months. And by the way, that nine months, that sponsorship, I won't tell you how much it was, uh-huh. but it, let's just say this. It was, it was more than $700 a month, and it was less than $1,500 a month. Okay. And that, and that was for four shows each month, 30 minutes each. Wow. And I will tell you right now, the, the number of people who subscribe to that podcast, right around eight or 900 people. Wow. Now, that's much money I've got from those people. Now, now, get this. That firm that was sponsoring that podcast, mm-hmm. that firm has had, they actually had to stop taking new clients for three <laughs> and a half weeks because my podcast was generating more clientele than they could handle. Wow. That, but my podcast is also responsible for a lot of the people who are now on staff as virtual assistants. Wow. So guess what? I never, I, as far I, you know what? I don't know. I probably have broken over a thousand now, and it still gets downloaded today on a pretty consistent basis. But you know what? You don't need hundred a thousand people to start generating income from your podcast. What you need is a passionate topic that you're enthusiastic about, that you can build relationship with your audience and build community where they know, like, and trust you. Where if you share something. They're going to say, well, I can tell this guy's heart is in the right place. Mm-hmm. And I know what he says is true, and I can trust this guy. And when he says this is working for his business, I believe it because I see it. And by golly, I'm going to try this out. And if you can do that for a company that, that you believe in, trust me, you don't need 100,000 people. Mm. Wow, well, well, that's awesome. That, that, <laughs> that, that's, that, that's just awesome. I'm sorry. That's uh, I'm almost speechless there, but okay. So um, find a topic, uh, be specific, uh, make sure you're doing something what you're passionate about. But then, okay, how how do you get into it? Once you know where you're going, once you have that topic, once you find something that this is something that I can talk about and I'm passionate about, it and I can share that enthusiasm with the world, then what? And we're gonna stop right there. There you have it. I know you got a lot of value from that. Can you feel his enthusiasm? I feel it. And it's just exciting stuff right there. I hope you enjoyed that. I hope you got a lot of value from it. And I hope you come back on Thursday to listen to part two of the episode. That is the best part. It is where he tells you step by step how to get started 
even if you don't have one cent to invest in podcasting. So you want to check that out. I also recommend for you to go over to his site at podcastandsaman.com. I'm going to have a link to that in the show notes also. And you can check the show notes for all of the links, all of the stuff that he mentioned. So head on over and check him out. I highly recommend for you to subscribe to his podcast. It is 100% value and you will enjoy it. And you will experience more of that passion that he has for podcasting. So head on over. I also want to remind you of the four-hour work week group that I'm going to be starting. Um, So go ahead and leave a comment. Call in the hotline. Let me know that you're with me, that we're going to be doing this together. I am excited about this, and I hope you are too. That's it for now, and I'll see you in the next episode. Eight 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 three five two four one four.